a great question. How do I know you? And it was from that like comet pod that you and I did. I know. Like forever and then ago. I mentioned it to my friend today. She called me and she's like, Oh, who are you recording with? And I said, You. And I had no idea she even followed you. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm obsessed with her. And then she texted me again the text that I sent you and showed you. That is like on top of her already like raving about you and your life and Cody and your upbringing and your lip injections and this is so oh, like wow. I can't even lie like I know all those things too because of social media <laughs> social media is a weird thing I know have you ever done a podcast before I have I've been I was on Olivia's like two three years ago two years ago I guess when oh, she yeah. first moved to Nashville so then a few other Nashville people have had them, but I love them. I feel like you would kill it at the podcast game. My best friend and I, we like dabbled in the thought of doing it because she lives in LA and we used to be roommates and we've had some crazy times, you know, both being single out in Los Angeles, living the dream. And we were like, this would be such an epic podcast, but we just like have never implemented it. Cause we're like, would people actually want to know that kind of like, conversations it's harder than I thought it would be for sure and I have like friends that helped me and like a lot of friends who have them too but it's definitely not easy either like scheduling and like everything that goes into it I mean you know but you have to like interview people all the time I'm like how much time do you have to yeah like I have to do all this research because I was watching a YouTube video of you trying on slides and boots (laughs) From 10 years ago. Oh, my God. You watched that? Oh, God. I mean, I had to skim through to, like, do the deep dive. I only know the Instagram you. I don't know the YouTube you. Oh, uh, yeah. The the slouchy boots. I That, like, haunts me to this day. I hope you watched it. Like, the ending is so funny. It says, like, oh, I forgot what it was. Sorry this video kind of sucked. LOL. <laughs> but, hey, at least it's a video. I'm like, wow. Way to be confident in yourself. 15-year-old Sarah, and there's uh, exactly. a ton of laundry just, like, thrown around my room. I'm, oh, wow, 2009 was a different time. That's the year I got graduated from high school, and I remember when, like, YouTube and stuff came out, and I kept saying, I really want to do this, but I, I'm too scared. Or, like, I don't want people to know, like, or, like, judge me for doing it. Mm-hmm. But I always say if, like, Instagram or Snapchat or anything like that was out way before, things would be different. I feel like I would have been, like, insane. Oh, like, yeah. Like, if it was a thing in high school, then, like, what would have been different or Snapchat? Like, would have would my nude have leaked, like, through the whole school? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it was – I definitely got bullied a lot when I was in high school because the way the school found out was this kid – message me my videos because I had been doing YouTube for like a year at this point yeah and he was like I think I found your YouTube channel and I denied it of course because that's so embarrassing it was not normal to talk to yourself on you know your MacBook so I denied it but he told me I mean obviously it's me the girl's name is Sarah and she looks like me she talks like me it's me and um he eventually showed his cousin. His cousin posted it on Facebook on a Sunday night and was like, look, Eichelberger's famous. And I was mortified because, I mean, you're 16 years old. That's nothing normal for a 16-year-old to be doing. 
in 2009. Right. And I remember begging my mom. I was like, please don't make me go to school. Like, everyone's going to make fun of me. And sure enough, the next day at school was just like pure hell. Everyone was trying to be really nice about it, but I knew what everyone was saying behind my back. It was so bad. Oh, I think back on those times and I'm like, wow, look at me now. It's okay. (laughs) Exactly. And the fact that you remember exactly like on a Sunday night, like you remember that exact day. Oh yeah. It traumatized me. It was like one of the worst nights of my life. Yeah. And I feel like when people like say or do things that stick with you they like I know there's like five things that certain people have said to me that like I'll never forget exactly where I was when they said Mm -hmm. it why they said it and how it made me feel and I'm like it's such a weird thing to like hold on to for your entire life I know it's so bizarre because I mean obviously we've all moved on with our lives but that just like lingers in the back of my mind always and you got through it and now um you're fine fine. (laughs) exactly I'm doing fine. Well, what, I, we never, like, really started the podcast, so I guess I'll just start <laughs> it now. <laughs> um, hey, guys. It's Lexi. I'm here with Sarah Bell, and she is a content creator, a YouTuber, an influencer, a interior designer, I would probably call you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. I'm like, do people actually like this stuff? Just kind of. Oh, my God. It. I'm obsessed with your interior design. Oh, thank you. It's amazing. It's great. It's so entertaining, especially right now, too. I know. It really worked out to buy, like, a home in February and then quarantine happened in March. So it's making me get a lot of stuff done. But I'm questioning what I'm supposed to do once, like, quarantine's over and I have my entire house basically done. <laughs> I mean, you don't have an option right now. You have to finish it. Because if you don't, then it's like, when are you going to do it? Oh, exactly. One thing but at what- a time. <laughs> What would you, if someone asked you what you do for a living, what's your response? Like, what's your claim to fame? How do you explain your profession to other people? It's always so different depending on the year because nowadays I would say content creator, but obviously I started on YouTube. I was doing just YouTube for, I mean, probably like seven years of my life uh, up until I moved to Nashville, which was three years ago. And everyone in Nashville that is, like, in the social media scene is either a blogger or, like, a TV personality. And I was neither of those. So I was like, well, shit, what am I supposed to do? So I just decided to make a blog, and that's when I kind of started focusing on Instagram. So then I started putting all my eggs in the Instagram basket, and that was around the time that Cody and I officially started dating and everything he's a photographer so he shoots everything so that made that so much easier and, yeah that's really um I think when I moved to Nashville I also got really into design because it was finally like an apartment that I would and I knew I was going to stay in Nashville for a really long time as opposed to when I lived out in LA I was just this is a temporary few years kind of thing I didn't want to invest in anything so right. I knew I wanted it to be homey so every time I moved I would always make it really cute so I guess we can add, like, wannabe interior designer in there, but definitely not professional. (laughs) I mean, I feel like you're doing a great job, but that's just me. And, like, the other, what, almost 20,000 people that followed within, like, a month, which is (laughs) insane. Yeah. How did you get started, though, like, on YouTube? I know that you you created the video and all that stuff, but did you, like... 
it just like picked up or was there like one video that was your big break and it was like this one got so many views so you got so many followers I started my YouTube channel whenever I I think quit cross country it was so long ago now I've been on it for 10 years that I'm my timeline's all messed up but I'm pretty sure it was around the time I quit cross country I didn't have anything to do with my time because I had done that like my entire life and I was watching Ellen Blair Fowler I don't know if you know who they are but they were like legendary YouTubers back in the days and they would talk about makeup and I had no idea anything about makeup but I was like sure let's give this a shot I pretended to know about makeup and MAC makeup remember when MAC makeup was the end-all be-all I had to buy everything from MAC if it wasn't for MAC it wasn't cool and like the lip gloss that was so sticky but I would wear it anyway because it's MAC But yeah, I started doing that. I had no idea what I was doing. And my parents would be like, why are you getting stuff in the mail? You don't have a job. So eventually I had to tell them. I hid it from my parents for about six months. Oh my God, they didn't know. No, I was so embarrassed. I had like a MacBook and I was filming it on uh, the little webcam on photo booth because that's how we used to do it back in the day. So eventually I told them and I was 16 and usually... 16 year olds they get a job for the first time and I was making the amount of money that I would have been making at a temporary like what is it called like a normal job like a Uh, working grocery store like I did growing up yeah exactly (laughs) and so my parents were like well you don't have to do that because that's what the alternative was because you're doing this and let's just see where this goes so I started doing it and it started to pick up I would say my senior year I signed with a kind of management company and that was interesting and got me brand deals from there I mean granted I wasn't making you know hundreds and thousands of dollars but for for a 17 year old (laughs) yeah exactly I was like 200 dollars oh yeah for sure so uh, that's how it started and then I went to college and I think when I went to college is when everything really started to grow because a lot of people on YouTube that were gaining popularity around the same age as me, they would all move out to L.A. That was the thing to do. Yeah. And my parents were like, no, you're going to college. So I went to college, and I used my platform, obviously, to talk about college and sororities and all that stuff. And I think just, like, that, the average girl thing really worked out in my advantage, and it grew. So, But I always say, like, that's, like, what people want to see. They don't want to see the... Like, I feel like in the videos that I've watched of you over the last few years are, like, they're so normal and everyday kind of girl. They're not, like, there's so many people who are so fake on social media and you show, like, the raw side. They're like, I haven't been out of bed today. I'm really pissed off. And then you're like, they're like, I did my entire bathroom in one day. And everyone's like, oh, my God. If we can do it, I can do it. Like, you're raw and, like, real. Yeah, that's... It's so funny because, like, some people would argue that I'm not, but it's just, to me, I guess at that age, I really wanted to be the one that was like, this is my fabulous lifestyle, and I didn't get to live that, you know what I mean? Because you were watching all these girls in L.A. going to all these parties, and I was like, oh, why can't that be me? Instead, I'm stuck here in my college town getting drunk all the time. But whatever, it worked out, I guess. (laughs) I know that there's 
I mean, some influencers that I know that I used to really, really like, and a lot of them, their Instagrams are so different from their real life, like physically, everything that they say. So, like, I've almost fallen out of touch with some of them because I'm like, this is not who you are. Like, I like you in person, but on social media, you got to pick one, girl. Like, be one or the other. You can't fake it. Oh, yeah. I've had to, like, mute a few people throughout the years because it's just so sad sometimes where you see some girls kind of molding themselves to something that you know they're not, but it it's like the, the mold that everyone goes by to, like, grow. I don't I know. know. It just makes no sense to me. I'm like, why wouldn't you just... It seems like a lot of effort, but what do I know? <laughs> well, I feel like those people also are the ones that care too much about what other people think. And I can fall under that category, too. Like, I wish I didn't give any shits, but I do give a few. But some people (laughs) care too much, and they, like, cater to what people want to see, which makes sense, but it's also, like, also be yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It wouldn't be that hard. Yeah, I agree. Have you seen, like, a vast difference between, since you started doing more Instagram, less YouTube? Do you think that Instagram has fully taken over? Do you think there's still that YouTube cult that is going to stay stay true to YouTube? I think there's still both. Like, I still think it's just different on YouTube now. When I was growing up, the YouTube girl was doing something completely different to what the YouTube girl is now. Nowadays, it's, like, all about, like, the Visco girl, the 18-year-old yeah. girls, like Emma Chamberlain. I Have you ever seen her? I haven't. And can you explain what a Visco girl is? Because I truly don't, I don't know the definition. Well, see, I, I had to go to Emma, Emma Chamberlain's videos to learn it as, as well, because I'm completely lost. But apparently a Visco girl is, I think, like a teen, like a late teenager. And it's just like a stereotype where they edit on Visco, they all drive Jeeps, they wear Brandy Melville, they... What are those water bottles that everyone has? They put stickers on. You know the what I'm talking about? Bottle? I have no idea what it's called, honestly. So I don't even know why I'm asking. <laughs> but apparently that is the definition of a Visco girl. Um, but that's like what kids are watching on YouTube now. So I feel like my generation of YouTube is kind of like fizzling out. Well, granted, my career obviously fizzled out on YouTube. But <laughs> for other people, I feel like it's the same thing, too, because... The audience has completely changed, but but obviously Instagram, I don't see that going anywhere. I don't see YouTube going anywhere. I feel like it's just constantly evolving. I don't know. Is that a dumb answer? No, 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 no. I I mean, I completely agree. I've never been a YouTube person, but I have friends that they, when they like sit down to watch their like nightly TV, like they'll catch up on their YouTube like shows. You know what I mean? And it's a whole platform like... I'm not familiar with, but a lot of people are. Like, that's how they listen to their music. That's how they, like, catch up with the celeb tea. That's mm-hmm. how they do all that stuff. And, I mean, it's a great outlet. I've definitely done it, but I'm not an active person who does. I wouldn't go there first. I'm, like, such an Instagram person that... Oh, same. It's, it's awful. Do you ever, like, look at your screen time and you're like, holy shit, I spent 10 hours on my phone today? <laughs> All the time, especially during quarantine right now. How do you not see your screen time? You know what I mean? Every Sunday when it tells me, I'm like horrified. (laughs) Mine said recently that it went down 6%. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. So maybe I'm down to like, you know, 
four hours a day. And it says like, you're down to like nine hours and 33 minutes or something. And I was like, I am disgusting. Especially with TikTok too. Oh my God, TikTok. I stay up till four o'clock in the morning scrolling, just like my finger. Like I need to hire someone to just scroll for me late at night. Like I need to create something that does that for me. Does your finger ever get sore? Because mine, (laughs) this is going to sound so dumb, but like whether it's from my laptop or my phone, my pointer finger and my thumb, they like get not like raw, but maybe, (laughs) I don't know, but it's gross. I start feeling it like in my wrist and in my arm on my right hand because I have the bigger phone and I I don't have a pop socket because for some reason I rip them off because it's just, I rip my nail polish off. I rip everything off of things and like my pop socket can never stay on. So I just, I think I'm going to have a really, really awful carpal tunnel eventually or like arthritis and my pinky, if you look at your pinkies and compare, like I compare my right because I'm right-handed to my left. Uh, There's an iPhone finger. Do you have an iPhone I don't think so. I think they look pretty symmetrical. My one on my right has like an indent on my pinky. That's where we're at. Oh, I see it. Okay. You're right. And your pinky holds up your phone. Oh my gosh. I never realized that, but I actually have it on my left hand too. I feel like everyone will like listen to this and be like, shit. Love being a millennial. Like my, it's just so bad it's so bad I've never noticed that I mean I feel like social media has like this way of bringing people together like us I feel like our first like interaction was over a four loco and that oh yeah I love that I completely forgot about that yes I love four locos I have no shame it's a great thing to bring people together. I love being 27 almost and still drinking them to this day. Everyone makes fun of me at parties because if I'm going to drink beer or a Four loco, odds are I'm going to drink Four loco. You know what I mean? It's going to get crazy. You don't have to drink as much of it either. It's like a quick like, oh, you're on a Four loco, You're killing it. Like yeah. with beer, you have like seven. Yeah, exactly. Um, when I was in college, my I lived with four guys my senior year they were all in the same fraternity and it was just me and the four guys we called it the fratican it was wild um and we drank a lot back in the day so obviously when you live with frat guys that's all you do is you drink so one friday night my old roommate well we called him an honorary roommate because he was always there so he didn't technically live there but he slept on the couch he was like we should do a four loco night so I was like, oh, hell yeah, that sounds so fun. So we all got four logos. And at that point, I drank an entire four logo and I wasn't even drunk yet. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> that's when you've hit the bottom. I used to drink so, like two of them. Yep, that's what I had to do. I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> so much sugar, but so good. <laughs> Everyone always judges, like, because they said that they took the caffeine and stuff out. But honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't drink it for the caffeine because caffeine doesn't really do that much for me, mm-hmm. but it still does the job. And I think that when they took that out, it kind of like fucked up their marketing because they, everyone thinks that they don't do what they're supposed to do. And I keep trying to reiterate to everyone that they do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> they get you drunk. They get, they get exactly. Job done. The first time I ever asked my brother to get me alcohol, I was so nervous because he's two years older than me. Um, he graduated 2009, I think, and 
he obviously, when I was a freshman in college, he was a junior, so he was of age, so he was my guy. So I asked him to buy me alcohol, and I panicked when he asked me what alcohol to get, and I just said, for loco. He was like, really? That's what you want me to get you? I was like, yeah, that's fine. Get it. Just because I didn't know any better. (laughs) But it ended up being amazing. Exactly. It's that or it's like a case of like Natty Light, which tastes like beer piss. So bad. Yeah, I went through a Natty Light phase too. Have you ever bonged a Four Loco? No, that I I used to bong. This is such a classy conversation. Um, Let me learn about you, but also (laughs) the Four Locos in college. Um, when I was in college, my sophomore year, we went to Panama City Beach, obviously, for spring break. What did I? Oh, you did? Yeah. Loved it. I'm from, I'm from Ohio, so I feel oh. like we, like, go the same places because that's, like, where our crew goes. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, we went there, and we stayed in, oh, I forget what it was called, but it was, like, right next to Pineapple Willies, and... <laughs> My best friend and I, we would bong, like, four Bud Light Platinums before we would go down to the beach. Oh, (laughs) my God. That's so ratchet to this day. I think about that because it's, like, not just Bud Light, you know. It's Bud Light Platinum. So it has higher alcohol percentage. And the fact that I had to bong four of them, like, disgusting. There's something wrong. I, like, my tolerance is so low right now that if I did that, I would probably die. Oh, I would 5,000% die. There's no I question was about like it. A, I was more of like a 99 um, berries kind of girl when I was in Panama. But Oh, wow. 99 bananas is what I puked outside the car window once. So I feel like, you know, things get better if you're listening to this. <laughs> Underage drinking is terrible. Don't do it. Do it. Do it in moderation do it but don't drive or anything crazy oh yeah uber so let's get back to the, to the real reason why you're here <laughs> um what do you love about your job I love meeting people I'm such an extrovert so whenever I get to meet someone in real life it's always so rewarding because to me it's just my mom following me 200 <laughs> 300 thousand times just because it doesn't seem real it's just a screen name you know what I mean but whenever I get to meet the people in real life even if they're like staring from across the room and I know that they're that they know who I am which makes me feel really awkward I end up loving it (laughs) so does that happen often in Nashville um I would say if I go to Broadway you've been in Nashville right yeah yeah if I go to Broadway it happens um, not really, obviously not during quarantine, but not as much as it used to back when I was on YouTube more relevant, but it's just really fun because people usually have stories being like, I followed you since you were in college and it's so wild. Cause then it's like, wow, you really saw me grow up. You were with me through those four loco times too. So <laughs> it's, it's rewarding, I guess. And you've put yourself out there for so many years that, like, people know you from day one, which is kind of wild to think that, like, yeah, your college years, but also, like, growing up and, like, turning into, like, a woman, not to get, like, weirdly sentimental, but, like, you have this with your boyfriend that you're, like, happy in and you're redecorating it. It's, like, fascinating. Like, eventually, like, 
maybe I don't know if you're gonna have kids but like watch the kids grow up like it's like so interesting like I have bloggers that I follow that I followed since day one and like mm-hmm. I know everything about their life and it's creepy but it's also like that's what it's there for yeah that's how I am with Whitney Port do you follow Whitney Port from the hills I don't I don't oh, I love her I'm a stan you know but she oh everything she has like the cutest family and I she has a YouTube channel now but she did this series called like I love my baby butt so it was when she was pregnant not enjoying her pregnancy so I know everything there is to know about raising kids and I am not maternal at all I'm not like oh my gosh I can't wait to have kids that's not me at all but yet I find myself watching these videos all the time and I'm like hmm oh how the tables have turned Sarah (laughs) baby I'm always like I don't know if I want to have a kid I don't know like down the road who knows but like the only videos on YouTube and like Instagram are the ones that make me cry or like weddings and kids and I'm like Mm -hmm. shit I consciously really want a child right now (laughs) yep what's like a normal day-to-day for you outside of quarantine as a youtuber influencer I don't even remember anymore honestly like what's life outside of this life what's actually become quarantined like what's the biggest thing that's changed Honestly, not much. Um, Just my freedom being taken away. I can't go to the thrift store all the time. But other than that, nothing much has changed. Some days I get ready and do my makeup. Some days it's more of like emailing and just getting editing done and stuff like that. So things change. There's no normal day-to-day just because, I mean, I'm my own boss. So I can either be productive or I can be, for lack of better words, a piece of shit. So... Sorry, there's no cursing, but that's that's me. I mean, do you think, do you, since you've been doing this for so long, like, I find it hard sometimes to put content out there, and I think that's why I don't make a great influencer, because I'm really not, I, I would love to be more open, but I'm just not as a person. But do you think, you've never, like, had a schedule, like, oh, I need to put this YouTube video out on this day, or, like, I need to get this done for this client. Like, what's your, like... Do you have a routine that you do things in or do you just kind of like make it happen? Usually outside of quarantine, I'll have a better schedule when it comes to YouTube and all that stuff because the problem that I've run into being in quarantine is it's kind of hard to force myself to do stuff. I don't know if you're like this, but I, we're, we're sticking around the house all day. Like I don't right. want to film, but outside of quarantine, I have the freedom of, you know, going running errands and everything like that so I can make a better structure of my life. So usually on outside of quarantine, I'll upload on Mondays and Thursdays. Um, Sometimes I'll skip the Thursday upload, but it's usually always Monday. And then I try to post on Instagram every single day. But I mean, like I said, quarantine makes it really difficult because like how many times can you take a picture in your house and take a mirror picture I'm like I know I, was gonna nuts. Say, eventually. <laughs> I feel like you do do a lot of the mirror pictures but they're so like they're all different like you go outside you do this you also get super creative like with the milk in the bath photo shoot yeah that one was that was an interesting one it smelled disgusting oh, I'm sure I'm sure um I wonder I feel like you should do like a like how to do photos at home <laughs> post uh, or yeah. something 
Because like I don't know, I don't know how I would get creative. Like I'm staring at a bottle of champagne. Should I just hold it and take a picture? Like I don't know. <laughs> I see people doing those on TikTok, like at home photo shoot ideas. They're always like all the exact same. So I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm creative enough. I, that's my biggest problem. I think with my whole career is I don't think I'm creative enough for it. So then I always like question and just never do it. I yeah. don't know. Tell us about Cody. When did you guys meet? Like, what's your plan with Cody? I love him. He's so cute. I need a clone. He's funny. Yeah. He, uh, we actually met. I don't know if you know the story. It's like kind of inappropriate, but that's the story no, of my life. Everything is inappropriate. Um, we met whenever I was still living in LA and I was coming home to Cincinnati and I basically was swearing off guys I was like I just want to be wild be free do whatever I want no guys until I moved to Nashville because I already had planned this was in October I think early October or late September I was planning on moving to Nashville in April. So I was just going to take those like eight months and just do me. What year was it? So 2016, maybe? 40, so yeah, 2016. So I had like a few guys that I was singing back or seeing back home in Cincinnati. They were in two different friend groups and I invited them both out for my friend's birthday. And I was just bouncing back and forth between the two. And this guy walks in, and I knew him from mutual friends and everything, and he walks up, and I have this foam mask on my head um, that I had won from buying Jello shots. And he goes, hey, Sarah. And I'm just, like, starstruck. And I'm like, hey, Cody. I'm like, has anyone ever told you you have beautiful eyelashes? Which is kind of a lie, because, like, he really doesn't have that great of eyelashes. I just kind of panicked, and that's what came out of my mouth. <laughs> and he was just like uh nope and then just continued on went back to like our mutual friend's birthday and I was just like okay great I'll just continue doing my thing so I was with those two dudes back and forth and then so basically I had three guys I was interested that night which is wild and then the next night my friends had a bonfire and they were like let's invite Cody and all of his friends and I was like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. Sure. So I am, I would say like my spirit animal. I don't know if you know anything about Dakota Johnson, but Dakota Johnson is me. We are the same person. We're really awkward and we just giggle a lot. So that's my flirt approach when it came to Cody. So he sat down next to me and I added him on Facebook. <laughs> and I started messaging him on Facebook because, you know, why not be creepy? <laughs> So I was just drunk and messaging him. He was responding back, even though he was sitting next to me and he was making fun of me, but it's fine. And basically, that's it. That's where, that's how we met. And then we just became obsessed with each other from that second on. We bonded over g Easy, as every love story. <laughs> and uh, yeah, now we've been dating for three and a half years. We He moved to Nashville about two and a half years ago so we moved in together really quickly after we started dating I think we started dating end of December of 2016 and he moved down to Nashville in August so I was in uh, Nashville from 
April till August, we were doing long distance between Nashville and Cincinnati, but when you know, you know. So. I know, I was going to say, they always say when you know, you know. It's just unfortunate because I was planning on being like, you know, wild for a few months and Cody just came and took that away from me, but it's fine. Yeah, but like, whatever. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like this all kind of rings a bell because I think Olivia moved to Nashville in like 2006. 17 maybe so I think that's when you started when you moved in because I remember you like addressing people being like you've only been dating him for so long why are you moving in with him mm-hmm. and I, I like vaguely remember that whole conversation for some reason but I mean when yeah you know, no I don't know yet but like I heard it's great you know <laughs> it's true it's every like cliche they say like when you least expect it, it'll happen. Like, and everything happens. You know, you know. <laughs> yep, it's all true, and it's so annoying because my mom would say all that stuff. You know, going through a billion breakups, crying, all that stupid stuff you do, going through multiple failed relationships. You would never want to hear it at the time, but it ends up being true, and it's so annoying. I hate it, but it's it's so true, and it also like teaches you shit. You can't just like have this perfect life because then you're just gonna be. Boring. Boring. Mm -hmm. We're talking to you all, you high school sweetheart motherfuckers, all right? (laughs) (laughs) I was just talking about that with Cody yesterday. We were watching something. Oh, he's watching Outer Banks. Have you watched that on Netflix yet? I have, and you know what? I ended up liking it after episode five. It took me until episode five to fully understand. See, I stopped, or I didn't watch it at all with him until, like, the last maybe three episodes, so I feel like I got through all of, like, the really cheesy parts, but the ending, I was just like, this is so dramatic, like, my child someday is not allowed to have a serious boyfriend in high school, because, like, the dramatics, man, I was like, was I like this? Just kidding, no guy was interested in me in high school, but... Me either, it's fine. For good reason. (laughs) But it's just so dramatic in high school. I'm like, how do people find their significant others in high school? I don't understand. I feel like you're just so dumb in high school. Like, you just are so stupid. And you haven't been through, like, life yet. So I don't even know how people figure that out. But I guess my friend married her high school sweetheart. And I guess, like, you kind of just, like, grow with them is what she says. Interesting. So it does make sense, but even watching Outer Banks and how serious they were, and how, and also, isn't that guy who played John B. like twenty eight? Is he? Yes, he's not seventeen. First of all, oh my like my God. mom watched it two seconds with me, and she's like, "That guy is not seventeen. It, Are you looking it up? Yeah, because I'm a creep, but it's fine. I think I heard he's like six. No, he's not sixteen or seventeen. He's like twenty eight. 27. Yes. What? So the whole thing just doesn't seem realistic to me, especially like already been through high school. Like when I was younger and I watched Degrassi, I was like, okay, this is a little bit more realistic. But now they're like casting these people. It doesn't make any sense to me. wonder how old the... Okay, that's weird. He was kissing a 16-year-old. Oh, wait, she's 22. Okay. Whew. The girl who plays Sarah. <laughs> 22. That makes more sense. Oh, my God. They're all... Like, they all can be bonging beers with us legally. Exactly. It's insane what they do. Like, my friend was in Riverdale, and she's 30, and she was playing a high schooler. Really? I mean, she was old, but, like, she was 30, and she's like, this is 
Interesting. <laughs> a different perspective. I never even thought about that, but I feel like that's how a lot of TV shows are. I remember when Gossip Girl was going on. Blake Lively was pretty old. He was like 20-something. I know, and even when you're going to castings and stuff, they always ask, like, what's your age range? Like, what do you look like versus what you actually are and what you could look like, you know? I feel like Alexis Blundell. Did you ever watch Gossip or not Gossip Girl, Gilmore Girls? Yeah, yeah. She has such a baby face, so I feel like her age range can be wild. <laughs> it's very vast. She could probably pay, play like a 15-year-old today, so. She could be in Outer Banks next season. <laughs> okay, Alexis Bedell. You heard it here first, everyone. Spread the rumor. <laughs> I know that you said in high school that it was tough because people saw your videos and judged you and all that stuff and got bullied, but do you think any of your relationships when you really gain traction and actual clout, did your relationships change with anyone? No, honestly, I feel like everything was so gradual that whether when I went to college, everyone kind of knew me as the YouTube girl. It wasn't anything new to anyone. And I mean, it's Kentucky. Like, it's not like anyone was trying to pursue acting. Right. Did you make you feel cool? Were you like, I'm like, I'm famous and you're not. I literally thought I was the shit. I thought so highly of myself for the longest time until, like, life brought me back down to earth. I think whenever I moved out to L.A., kind of humbled me because I was like, wow, okay, so I'm not in Kentucky anymore. You're like, I don't have a million followers, so I'm not cool. (laughs) Yeah, so, but I mean, in Kentucky, that seems like a lot, but I don't think any relationships change, per se. I think... Has there ever been any Cody, like Cody not agreeing with like something that you post or is he like super, super supportive of, of your career? Oh, he is so supportive. He truly is so chill. He does not care about, well, he cares about what I post, but he doesn't like care. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, right. A lot of people always ask me, they're like, does Cody mind if you get all this filler and Botox? What does he think of it? And I'm like, who cares what he thinks about it? You know what I mean? Plus, Cody's never known right. me any other way. So, I don't know. I I truly don't think anything phases him at this point. He's like, cool, let's take a topless photo, Sarah. Cover up your boobs with your hat. Let's do it. And I'm like, cool. I mean, I always say, like, if you want some fake lips, go get it. Because, like, I feel like a completely different person with mine. And I'm obsessed with them. Right? It changed my life. Completely. My it. mom has no lips, and she's always like, oh, I want to do that. And I'm like, why don't you do it? Like, what's holding you back? It's not cheap, but, like, it's definitely worth it. Oh, it's the best thing. It changes your face. It makes applying your makeup so much more fun. I don't know if you agree, oh. but, like, lipstick? Wow. Yeah. Game changer. Changed my life. Exactly. And I had no I had no idea. Is your apartment in New York just, like, chilling right now? Literally sitting there fully empty. If anyone wants to go live there, reside there, I'm just paying for a storage unit at this point. It's great. Love it. Oh, that's so sad. I know. It's really upsetting, actually. I mean, hopefully I'll go back beginning of June, but probably not. I mean, everything seems to stay staying closed till at least September at this point. So, I mean, I'd rather, like, be stuck here with my mom and, like, mm-hmm. go do things in my car rather than like be stuck truly in like a tiny ass duplex apartment in Chelsea. You live in Chelsea? I didn't know that. Yeah. It's so cute. Fancy. 
It's not as fancy as it sounds, but like, thank you. <laughs> I love Chelsea. The sweet green, like that's by the Chelsea Market. Oh yeah, I go there all the time. Chelsea Market is like hell, but it's good if you go super early in the morning. Because oh yeah, I went there with my mom whenever she had this big plan for us to go to uh, New York around Christmas time, like three years ago. Ooh, wow. It's a hot mess. Experience. It, it's truly like when my friends want to come around Christmas, I tell them we can do it, but like we're not doing touristy things. So if you want to see the tree, we can drive by it, but that's it. <laughs> like we're not getting out. We're not taking a photo in front of it. We did it last year. It, we don't need to do those things. It is honestly, <laughs> it's treacherous. For me. I don't even let friends that have never visited me visit me at this point because I'm like, I'm not going to see the Statue of Liberty. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw the Statue of Liberty when I was, like, 16. I haven't seen it since. I will Google it. I will show it to you. I am not <laughs> going there. It, there's no point. I've never even been to the island. I don't even have any desire. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Christmas time in New York is treacherous, and I would not wish it upon anyone, although it is kind of magical if you do it the right way. You know, you got to, like, go see, like, the windows on Fifth Avenue super late instead of, like, at 6 p.m. when everyone is doing it. But that must have been our mistake because it was not magical. It was the literal opposite. I love Times Square at like two o'clock in the morning when you're drunk going home from the bars because no one's there. And it's like actually kind of makes you feel good. Like you live in New York. This is your backyard, but not any mm -hmm. time of the day. <laughs> How long have you lived in New York? I've lived there since 2012. So eight years. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. I had no idea I was actually going to last this long, but it's been great, <laughs> and I love it. I used to hate New York, but I'm an L L.A. girl, so I have to have that, like, underlying I know, I feel feeling like in my heart. Feeling like <laughs> one or the other, you're never both, ever. Okay, anyway, we keep getting off topic. <laughs> this is the first time we've spoken IRL ever, so, like... Don't mind us. What are your words of wisdom for someone who's trying to become a content creator like yourself? I would say this is really obviously cheesy, but I feel like people like don't actually implement this when they're trying. They're trying to follow other people's paths of success, but like be yourself. It all boils down to people want to see you and they're yep. following you because they like you. They're not following you because they want to be the next Sarah Bell, you know what I mean? Like, just, you got to do your own thing and be your own self and not settle for what other people want you to do, and that will get you the furthest. I agree. Yep. Spreading truth, wisdom, yeah. It's so cliche, but like I said earlier, it's true. <laughs> and Sarah, where can we follow you on Instagram and all of your social handles? Just spit them out. I'm on pretty much everything as Sarah Bell Elizabeth, but my YouTube channel is still Sarah Bell 93X. Still got that OG like numbers and everything. <laughs> oh yeah, that's very 2009. Um, but yep, I don't use Twitter anymore, so I'm not even going to shout that one out. But that that's where you can follow me. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on. This is so fun. Thank you. It was fun getting to talk to you finally. I know, as like normal humans crazy concept <laughs> all right guys thanks for listening make sure you subscribe so you get notification each week when a new episode comes out